Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Happy birthday, everybody. We got there. Hey, we're there. But happy birthday and thank you for going on this marvellous journey with us. Um, Elevation, we think, is the best church because we always say it has the best people here. Yeah, come And on. we're very excited today as we're going to be sharing a little bit about the journey and hearing from different stories from different people because who loves a story? Who loves a good story and what God is doing in people's lives? So. But as we just frame that up a bit with, um, with, with the Word of God, the Bible says this in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9. It says, A man's mind plans his way. This is the amplified version, so it's got a lot of ex- extra ex- uh, explanation, I should say. So, a man's mind plans his way as he journeys through life, but the Lord directs his steps and establishes them. And I'm sure wherever uh, all of us are at on our journey with Christ, on our you know, journey as part of Elevation, whether this is your first week uh, or not, I, I want to tell you that we make plans as people, but ultimately, it's God who directs his steps. Ultimately, it's God who frames up the journey that he has for us. And, and, and I remember, because we're going to be talking about this, this journey over the next sort of 30 minutes or so, but, but for me, I, I, I'm part of the journey. And, and the journey of this church and where it's at today, um, it, it really started specifically for me in the second half of uh, 2017. I know that seems like so long ago now, like five years or so, but uh, we knew that God was speaking to us about stepping out of where we were, about taking the, uh, the leadership of a church, being the location pastors somewhere. And at that stage, we were currently uh, living in New South Wales. And so honestly, we were just looking around New South Wales because Rachel had grown up here for uh, a number of years. But for me, that's all, that's all I'd known. And so we looked around... Um, you know, around, around the area, around the state that we were in, because um, I knew I definitely didn't want to go to Queensland. No offence to the Queenslanders here, uh, but true blue right here. Um, but, but then uh, something started to stir in me. It was God speaking about Western Australia. And it started a little bit like, you know, have you ever been on Google Earth before? And you have it all the way zoomed out, so there's just like the blue little planet known as Earth there. And then you start to hit that plus button as you zoom in, and, and it, was, it was like that for me. It, it, it was like that. It started to zoom in on uh, Western Australia, you know, zoom in a little bit more, and then on Perth, and then, you know, because I was from over east, and we know that people from over east think Perth is the whole of WA. Have you, have you found that? Where are you from, Mandra, Western Australia? Oh, Perth. Yeah, sure. We'll just go, we'll just, we'll just go with that. Where, where are you from, Caratha? Oh, Perth. Yeah, sure. Yeah, where are you from, Esperance? Perth. Oh, yeah over east people. Um, but, but it zoomed in, it zoomed in to Mantra. And in conversations that people would have uh, with us, they just, you know, mentioned WA without even knowing that, uh, that, that God was going to, that God had been speaking to us. And there, there was a few opportunities that opened up uh, in New South Wales. Um, but we knew that God had called us to Western Australia. We, we were trying to open some doors, but God was closing them and then uh, in October 2018, uh, this, this location here opened up for us and the journey for WA was about to begin. But the, the powerful thing was that uh, God wasn't just stirring something in us. Maybe even think for, I'm not sure about your journey, but, but, but where were you about October 2018? 
You know, maybe you were thinking about moving into the area. Maybe you were here but had disconnected from church. Maybe you were, maybe you were here but not following Jesus at all. It's amazing how God just uses all our stories and our journeys of where we're at and, and brings them together to go a certain way. And I know, I know for us, we're uh, eternally thankful for uh, two awesome couples that moved from Sydney uh, to be here with us to start as the launch team. And that's uh, so Chris and Jackie Green, who you saw before, and Josh and Kristen Abercrombie. Yeah, we can give them these guys a clap. These guys are amazing because they hadn't even been to Mandra before. Like never in their entire lives. At least, we'd, at least we'd been here a couple of times, but God was stirring something in us. I recall when we first got the keys, I picked up the keys from Heather Old's house. Heather just lives around the corner and had been part of the church previously. And I remember picking up the keys and there was this anticipation and excitement. You know, well, maybe you don't know yet, but one day you will experience when you're about to have a baby. It's this um, excitement. There's this discomfort. There's this, what's going to happen? I'm about to enter parenthood and I have no idea what it's going to be. And that was sort of like for us, like there was this anticipation we knew there was these people that we hadn't met yet. Like, can you just fathom that? Maybe you're here today and you haven't met us before or met anyone else in this room. But this anticipation of who are these people that I am going to meet and the God potential that's on the inside of them. And that was for us. We're about to become parents. We're about to take on this church and this excitement that was on the inside of us. We just couldn't wait to hold the baby, basically. When we got the keys, we were just like, wow, to have a building in a residential area area is not very common these days and the positioning of it and our dreams and our hopes and what we believed was that this church was going to be a beacon of life, a beacon, a beacon of light, a, a life-giving church yeah. and, and bring hope to the people in this region and that's what we were just so excited about, that this church just wouldn't be a Sunday service gathering but there'd be something happening every single day of the week um, that people would come to this place and find hope they would find joy and they would find peace and find their purpose in life. Uh, I remember um, Rachel talking about praying and those, those dreams from God as a, as a launch team we would meet in our lounge room in Sydney and talk about ideas and, and pray and ask God to speak to us and, and one of the things that we felt God was speaking to us was about a, um, an outdoor like Christmas carols event that would, that would impact the community which we've had over the last three years which has just been, been phenomenal. Another one of the things, maybe it was around Christmas times is why we're thinking or Christmas things but would be, it was to have um, you know like Christmas lights all over the building and be, you know, not only spiritually, uh, but literally that beacon of light uh, to, the, to the community. It's, it's funny, I was in the doctor's surgery the other day, not far from here, getting my thumb fixed because I sort of cut it with a saw and needed three stitches. But anyway, we won't go, we won't go there. And uh, um, the nurse that was fixing it up, uh, you know, asked me what I did as they usually do and, and, and said and said about the church. And she's like, oh, where's that one? I'm trying to explain a corner of McClarty, Jakarnaway. And then she's like, oh, is it that one that's had all the Christmas lights up? I'm like, yes, that's the one. That's the one. Come on. Maybe up a little bit too long into January. But anyway, it's all, it, it, it's, it's all good. Um, but as we sowed vision for what God 
could do in this place over those first few weeks of February. Uh, God was moving. Uh, there were people here that are still here now, which we're so thankful for, that were part of this church previously and have transitioned on that journey. There wasn't that many of us, but we got in there and we did our first quick fit. We uh, painted, then we painted some more, then we painted some more. And some more. And then some more. We laid new carpet. We turned the kitchen into a cafe. We bought some outdoor furniture and seating to have that feel of what we wanted, um, you know, out, out front in terms of the community. I even spray painted black some of the ceiling. You, you don't look up because you can see the parts that someone else did and the other parts that I did. I'll let you guess which parts they, which parts they are. But, but, but it, it was all happening this week. And then on Sunday, the 24th of Feb, 2019, we launched Elevation officially. Pastor Ross and Kathy were here with us. And there was faith in the place. There was an expectation that God was going to move, um, that people were coming, that salvation was going to happen. Uh, and then in that first year, youth was launched, teenagers were coming and making friends, life groups were launched, the journey was just beginning. And it was all that big question about, okay, so who's going to come on the journey of seeing this city transformed uh, with the power of God? And so, so this morning, like I said, we're going to hear a few people about their part of the journey. And so I'd love you to put your hands together and welcome the first person, which is Tim Hartland, is going to come up and share... not going to ad lib today. I've got what? some things written down. No, what? Um, so I'm part of the journey too. Um, so scripture provides guidance on how we should treat and come together as believers. We really should treat each other like family, um, showing love, honour, doing good towards one another and inspiring each other in faith. Um, so for us, we heard about a family and some friends that were coming from Sydney and we heard they had three kids and they checked into a school and Katie um, and, and Michelle and I and, and Steve were having a coffee after church one day and we said, hey, let's go check it out and, and welcome them. And, um, and, and we did um, and we said, we'll just come for a week and that was um, about three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we even went to the Hills Church um, in Borkham Hills in Sydney, um, which was just um, mint. Um, we walked in, it just felt like Mandra, it felt like this big family. Um, and we knew people that knew Marty and Rach and the guys, and it was really cool. Um, for me, what I like about this place, I'll put into a bit of scripture. So um, Genesis 21.6, um, Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. Um, Psalm 42.5, God has a smile on his face. And um, Ecclesiastes 8.15, I commend mirth. Now, if you don't know what mirth is, mirth is amusement, especially expressed in laughter. laughter. So I think Justin and I would probably enjoy the mirth um, um, Bible verse. But um, yeah, I commend mirth. So you're allowed to have mirth. Um, for us, um, what we love about Elevation um, family so we come as a family every week and we love and we look forward to it. Um, the kids love it and we, we feel like this is just a big part of who we are. Um, we love our friends. We've made lifelong friends. Um, so Marty and Rach and the kids, we, we hang a lot outside of church. And, um, you know, uh, Kristen and Jocelyn, we went on a, on a cruise um, with Katie and Steve. All, and we've, we've just done some amazing things. I'm looking at Carl and Sarah. We went to their wedding in Singapore. <laughs> just, just, just amazing the things that have come. 
Um, we love the spirit and the energy. Well, I love the commitment with this church. People are committed. They come every week. Um, and I was thinking, Elevation Church, what is it to us? So it's cafe. Um, <laughs> I had to have that first. <laughs> um, kids' church and the journey. Uh, it's hosting. It's the Her Tribe. Uh, it's Jeremy and I at Her Tribe um, out the front <laughs> welcoming people. Um, it's Carol's by the Beach, uh, Leaders' Nights, Beach Picnics, uh, Knocking Down Walls, um, Building Sheds out the back, um, Planting Gardens, um, Putting Up Decorations um, that thankfully people will see, um, Facebook Shares and Posts and Funny Comments, Baptisms, um, Trinity was baptised a couple of years ago which was amazing, uh, Youth Group and Friday Morning um, Prayer where there's a small group but important group that's here and we really pray over um, what's happening every week. Um, so influence being the word of the year, um, it's all about, for me, all those things that we do when we come together, how we can influence into that. Um, so we love Elevation and we're part of the journey. Thank you, Tim. Very important part of the journey and we all have a part to play, don't we? We believed that God had called us to raise and lead a church of people that would be known for their generosity and by their good deeds. We had this picture that people would be like walking down the street and do this good act or do this good deed and people would be like, ah, oh, you're one of those people from that Elevation Church. Like, that's what we wanted to be known for, that we as a people would be known by um, the light showing, shining through us, but by our acts, by our generosity and by our good deeds, that we would be a people that would be real, that we'd be a people that are authentic and we'd be a people that are passionate for God. We'd be a people that what you see is what you get. And that's what I love when you look about this place. No one pretends that they have it all together. We're just normal, real people that are passionate for Jesus Christ and love him. I had in my heart, um, as we talked about, that we would be a, a local like hub to those in our local community. And I had in my heart um, that we would have um, during the week a, um, a parent mums type group. And um, I had led them previously in Sydney when I had young children and um, didn't feel like it was my season in life to do that again. And um, But I knew as a mum that sometimes it can be some of the most isolating and lonely times. You know, when you've come from a career and then you're at home and it can sometimes be a little bit of a hard transition or if you didn't have family around sometimes um, your church family or your playgroup mums or parents became your new family and that's what I was really had this, this desire that people would walk down the street and come here to our to our mums group. Um, in that year, we had an amazing couple, um, Kevin and Tanya, who are our kids' pastors, and their young son, Levi, joined our church. And as we got to know them and we were talking with them, we discovered that Tanya, that was her passion, and Kevin, that they loved children and they loved families. And they said yes that year to leading our toddler jam, which happens here every Wednesday, and leading our Elevation kids. And for us, because because one, we're also a family. We wanted our kids to want to come to church and love church. And Kevin and Tanya took kids ministry on. And it, you know what? 
it started to happen. Kids wouldn't want to leave at the end of the service and kids would be telling their mum, hey, mum, dad, I want to come back to church next week. And so when they said yes, they were a huge answer to prayer because that's what we long to see, that activity would be happening every day here. And that was just the start. We had our Friday night youth and we had our Wednesday night, Wednesday toddler jam all starting to happen in that year. So church services were starting to grow. People were getting getting saved. In 2019, we saw 26 salvations and nine water baptisms all happen in that year. God was moving massively and that is why we came and that's what we believe in is that people would discover and find Jesus Christ. God was moving. And then we got to 2020. Who remembers 2020? 2020. Woo, 2020. Um, So we had... um, we had our one-year celebration. Uh, it, was, it was a buzz. We are one year in. Growth was happening. Uh, like, like Tim talked about, it was so much fun and different teams that, that were doing things. The expectancy was high and about, you know, who, who are we going to meet? And then um, one week, I'm pretty sure it was, one week after our first-year celebration, uh, then the state went into lockdown. Remember that thing called COVID? I think it's still... No, no, I'm joking. But, you know, it, it, came, it, it, it came around and obviously it affected so many people in so many different ways. Initially, if I'm being really honest, um, I was like, God, what are you doing? Because obviously it's all about me. I'm like, you know, we were just getting growth and momentum and things were happening and we'd been here for a year and then, you know, this is, this is going on. But, you know, in all of that, it really grew, I'm sure, in all of us, uh, a trust that God was in control, that whatever happened, that He remained the same, that He remained faithful, and that as we were flexible to what uh, needed to happen, adapt to changing circumstances, and, and we knew that as we listened to God, that He would lead us. His Word says that He leads us and that he's, He guides us. It says, my, um, my Word is a lamp to your feet and a light to my path. And so we, we knew that as we followed God's leading through the changing season, that He was going to lead us in the way He wanted us to go. So in 2020, as we knew that God had called us to be a beacon of light and to reach out into the community, and we were like, how are we going to do this during lockdown? Isn't it amazing when you gather a small group of people and you come up with some ideas that some great ideas start to just flow? So after like you know planning and coming up with some things and praying, um, these are the things that we did during lockdown. We did a no-contact food parcel pickup for people in our community. We gave around 70 hampers out during lockdown lockdown period, which was amazing. We did a free drive-by coffee. There was people standing in the middle of the like, yeah, the thing holding up, you know, those pizza signs, but it was free coffee. So um, not many people came, but it was still really fun that we had people drive in and get um, free coffee on a Saturday. We could not pray inside the building because we just couldn't come in the building. So there was prayer meetings out on McClarty Road, um, which was awesome. We had children's packs delivered to all our children in the church. We um, gifted Halls Head College um, with cleaning supplies because who remembers, you couldn't get any cleaning supplies on, on the shelf and the teachers were needing cleaning supplies. So as a church, we just cleaned out our cupboards and gave all our cleaning supplies. A couple of months later, we needed those cleaning supplies, but um, we 
battled that when we got there. We were like, how can we be generous in our community? We had our Mother's Day packs delivered. Youth was done online. Jackie and Chris were very creative in how to do youth online. They did different McDonald's deliveries and it was really quite engaging. I think I was the one that commented, commented the most on there. I was like, I'm back in youth. I can actually go now. And our teenager um, was like, Mum, stop commenting. <laughs> and, Kate, and Katie too. We had worship and prayer nights online because we couldn't physically be together, but we could do it online corporately, which was amazing. We had home gatherings and we would watch um, messages and we'd watch um, the music from Elevation on the Gold Coast that they did. So we had like um, home gatherings and I remember that we'd have only, could only have 10 people in your home and they all had to be spaced out in the lounge rooms 1.5 metres apart. It was amazing and the community that just happened from there, um, beautiful Valerie would go to Jackie and Chris's house and just get to know each other a little bit more if you couldn't physically get to that house. It was fun. It was crazy. We had um, Sunday packs delivered. Who remembers getting little communion juice and little cups so you could do communion at home with your families? Um, people were getting saved online. That was the best part. There was a little moment in there and they would say, click like the red card and the, and the thumbs up button if you would love to give your heart to Jesus. And people did it and then you'd respond onto them online. It was so good. Um, we had prayer team really got launched that year and there was a group of people and what we gave this prayer team was all the names of people in our church, just the first names, and they would pray over every single person in this church and then if there was a word that they felt from God, they would email it to them or send them a text with those words of encouragement. It was an exciting time because that's where our prayer team really started to launch and get erupted. Um, there was lots of phone calls. Who remembers? I don't know if you remember or maybe you can, continue, you can do this now, but there was the one, two, three like, little thing that we did. It was um, make one phone call, text two people and pray for three people that day. So there was this thing of just wanting to build community because we physically couldn't be together. What could we do creatively to reach and pastor our people? You know, during this time, you heard many stories of where churches closed down or um, numbers decreased. Can I say our numbers like they increased. God moved during yeah. that time and we saw salvation and we saw community and more people join Elevation during 2020. Awesome. Yeah, come on, we can clap that. Next up we've got um, amazing uh, lady Lizzie Stevens is going to come up and share her journey of being a part of Elevation. So why don't we welcome Lizzie. Hello, I'm Lizzie and I'm part of the journey. So 2020 is when we moved down here and started coming. So we moved from a tiny little 300 people town, Muck and Budin, and we had been on our own spiritual journey of finding the Holy Spirit. And so when we moved down, we really wanted to find somewhere that believed the things that we believed. And we stumbled across Elevation. And it was wonderful because it was also small, which we liked, um, because we weren't going to get lost in the crowd. Um, and we just were so embraced by 
Marty and Rachel and just their genuine, sincere love and care for us and wanting to know us. Um, I remember <laughs> we had just moved into our house, I think it was a day before the lockdowns hit, and we were unpacking, and I had really been looking forward to unpacking while the kids were at school, but obviously that didn't happen. And so um, we, uh, Marty and Rachel um, came and knocked on our, on our door one morning, and obviously being in lockdown, um, I was in my pajamas, <laughs> my dressing gown, my hair was going grey because I hadn't dyed it. It was oily and hi. <laughs> and they had bought a housewarming gift for us, which was, we still have it, it's alive. It was a plant, still alive. I'm, I'm the plant lady. <laughs> um, so the reason we love Elevation, I think, is because of that genuine love and sincere care. Uh, during that year and also last year, we went through a couple of um, difficult times. Um, my mum was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. I had to have surgery to get my appendix out. Our middle daughter had to have surgery because she had a blockage in one of her kidneys. And during all of those times, we were just inundated with uh, food food and meals and prayer and care, um, just above and beyond. We felt so looked after, you know, we didn't have to worry about anything. Um, I love the way that this church honours the children. That's something that I really was looking for. Um, they, our kids just love to go to kids' church. Um, they have so much fun, but also when there are things happening in this church, in the church building, like um, baptisms and things like that, they'll bring the kids in to experience those things and, and uh, see what happens. Um, so I just love, absolutely love that, um, that they're just building a love for church and a love for God here as well. Um, I want to talk about life groups as well, not that I'm plugging it, but <laughs> that's actually been a really big part of our journey here. Um, you know, it's so easy to feel lost in a church. You know, you can come every week and sort of talk to different people, but never actually see them outside of a Sunday. Um, and we did start to feel that way, which is one of the reasons why we decided to start our own life group. And that has been absolutely amazing. We're built really good connections um, and friendships with people. Um, so I would just say, join a life group, because um, it's, yeah, so good. So in summary, um, we're so thankful that we have found Elevation. We just really feel like God brought this church to our attention. We had no idea that it was here. Uh, we just sort of stumbled upon it one Sunday and looking for a church, I didn't expect to find one and stick with one. I thought we would sort of have to look around, but this is the first church that we came to and we just feel that this is where God wants us. So yeah, I'm Lizzie and that is my journey. Amazing family, very much part of the journey. Thank you. Thanks, thanks Lizzie. Um, 
you know, after, without doing too much history, because I'm looking, looking at the time, but 2020 was, um, after that lockdown, uh, we came back to physical gatherings as quick as we could. Um, and so I think it was the second, second Sunday of June, and it was that wonderful uh, four square metre rule. Please, Lord, let it not come back. But anyway, we won't, we, we, won't, we won't go there. And so we were like, you know what, we might be able to just fit everyone uh, in if we did one service, but we're like, God has called us to reach people. And so we decided, no, we're just going to jump straight in. And so who remembers we had two services, so 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., you know, all spread out. Some of them felt slightly awkward, but we're like, you know what, no, no, this is what God has called us to. And then um, by Father's Day that year, um, you know, things had, had changed, and so we could come back uh, into one service. And, and we'd seen growth. We'd seen uh, multiple quick fits happen. So we'd turn the back storage area into what is now the largest kids' room. We'd knocked out uh, that foyer wall there to create more cafe space. Uh, 2021, we knocked out this wall, uh, which was awesome. Uh, I saw the video the other day. I was reminded of Bill and myself putting the sledge, the ceremonial sledgehammer through the wall, Bill, as the, uh, I was going to say oldest, but not oldest, longest serving member of this, of this, of this church. And it was just awesome to see people coming. And one of those awesome people who uh, definitely helped us uh, a lot in that uh, quick fit in 2021 was Albert. And Albert's going to come now and share uh, his journey with Jesus and his journey with Elevation. So thanks, Albert. Good morning, everyone. My name is Albert. Uh, I start a little bit different. I want to start with the journey how God led me to Elevation Church. It's a quick wrap-up how God was and is working in my life. I was raised as a Catholic. Everyone can hear in my, with my accent that I'm not born here. Yeah. And... Uh, I was raised as a Catholic, so I knew about God, but I was a passive Christian without a relationship, really. I came to Australia in 2015. Uh, after the immigration process, I worked as a handyman at the primary and high school, which was paying the bills. Uh, in August 2018, I decided to give my life to Jesus. Uh, and got water baptized. Uh, it was a very hard time at this time to find a good job. I wrote over 450 applications, had two interviews. Later I got a job as a QHSE manager at an aviation company in 2018. This lasted eight months after a few hard discussions with the CEO and stepping out of the boat, sometimes like, like uh, Peter. Uh, I resigned because there were OSH problems, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't deal with it. So it was a very, very hard decision to, do, to resign after searching such a long time for a job. Before I left the company, it was five days roundabout. After the resignation, I had a phone call on my answering machine. The name was John, from a company, HQ, in Sydney. And I should call back, I did. And he said he found my profile on LinkedIn platform and asked if I could work subcontracted for the company. 
He said he will send, I said yes, he sent the contract through and finished at the phone call, God bless you, Albert. <laughs> so I said, wow. <laughs> so mid-2020, my heart desired to give something to the younger generation. I was noticing the Lord was working and my jacket of spiritual food, my jacket was too small and uh, I decided to don't work on Friday, volunteer on Friday at a community high school. I had three, three students there over 18 months in a role as a mentor. It was really a blessing. God was working not only within the students, like strengthening them, building more confidence, no fear anymore, shining inside out a little bit, infecting the others with a smile. They were at the end wanted team players during recess games. God was really transforming the family members as well. I got one heart touching letter. I read it last man's group. Uh, wow. <laughs> and of the, one of the students before Christmas last year, and there was one specific sentence he wrote in. We never talked about God in all these meetings. He asked once if I'm a Christian because he's on the cross. And I said, yes, I am. And he wrote in, I guess I have to thank God too that I got you as a mentor. <laughs> so it, it's, it's mind-blowing. During these 18 means, I did a talk, some mathematics tutoring for year 12 for a few students with difficulties. A bunch of different cultures, it was fun. The atmosphere was great. And we, I think we came together eight, eight sessions or so. And all eight students passed and graduated. Thank God. So, uh, the, the last two years God was and is in my life and in my mind so clear and my desire in my heart was and is so strong to find spiritual, spiritual growth. So last year, after a few months on fire mission, I call it on fire mission, uh, I found Elevation Church. And here I am at Elevation Church almost a year. I love the services. I love the men's group. The Sunday messages are keeping me busy. The community, as it should be, is caring for each other. And the word is touching my heart. Thank you, Jesus, for your guidance. I'm grateful to be part of the journey. God bless you all. Thanks, Albert. So good. Um, our heart was that we'd be a generational church. It didn't matter what age, race, background, gender, that if you came here, you would belong. And that whatever age you are, we all came with one common interest, and that was Jesus Christ. If you are a child, you would come into this place and you'd, and you'd feel welcome. And then you'd grow up and then it'd be youth ministry for you. And then you'd grow up and then it'd be young adults. And then as the generations, there'd be families. And then just as you keep growing in each stage and each season, there'd be a place and there'd be people that were like-minded like you. In 2021, her tribe 
Vibe was launched, Elevation Pantry was launched. Um, we had our second carols and it was the biggest one we had had. It was 499 people that came on these church grounds and it was a very pumping year. In 2021, we saw 34 salvations in our services, which was amazing. We had two water baptisms. But the thing that I loved was that nine of those salvations came from our youth ministry on a Friday night. And that's what we want to be, is a generational church. And right now, I'm going to ask Neve to come up and share her part of the journey and why she is part of serving a future generation. my own chair. That's nice. Um, so I was asked to talk about why I am going on the journey of serving at Elevation Church Youth Ministry. And I suppose it goes back to when my first experiences of youth group, um, because I remember before coming to youth group, I never really had the church experience. So my original thoughts of going to youth group was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I came and it was nothing what I expected. I didn't come to this youth ministry. I originally went to a different one. Um, that was about three years ago. And I was like, oh, people are actually having fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and um, so... It was a really youth group that just softened my heart towards Christianity and because my experiences had been nothing like what Christianity actually is. And so I started to really soften my heart and I started to enjoy the music and I started to dance and I started to have fun and actually listen to, you know, like the testimonies that were being said. And it was actually through youth group that I accepted Jesus. And so when... uh, I was in a youth group, I came to church, started going to church and I actually, you know, really started engaging in church and just like, it's really where my journey began. And so when we decided to change churches, um, we came to Elevation, we came from Kingdom City and it was just, it was such a family environment and so And I am a little bit selfish and I was like, I don't want to leave youth group. It's so much fun. I love it. And so um, I was like, I want to continue to be a part of that atmosphere, which was so important. It's such a nurturing atmosphere. So I decided to start serving at youth group because eventually I got too old and I graduated (laughs) high school. Um, And so I just really felt like... a difference in the way I was just feeling within myself being able to serve like you don't realize it but sometimes you might feel too tired or you might feel too grumpy or you might you just do not feel like going out and actually giving because you feel like you actually don't have anything to give and so I'd come to I still um, help out on Friday nights and everything and you know I come here and you leave the night actually feeling way better than you did when you started and you don't expect that but it actually happens and seeing salvations and seeing Jesus make a difference in their life and being able to be a part of that journey has been so incredible. And Jackie and Chris, they're pretty cool. And um, yeah, they're pretty cool, I guess. Um, And they've been amazing as well. They've been so welcoming and 
sometimes it might not feel like I'm making much of a difference and then they're like, oh, they're saying thank you so much and they're giving me little presents and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Uh, I should volunteer more often. No, um, no, it's just the whole, uh, not just the youth ministry, but the church as well. It's just such a family environment and they make you feel a part of the family. And that's what I think is so important because that's what softens people's hearts and helps them to realise that Jesus isn't this big scary dude. Um, It just helps them to really accept Jesus into their life. So, And without being a part of youth group, I'm not sure if it would have happened or it wouldn't have happened when it did because my heart wasn't soft towards God. So that's why I'm serving and a part of the journey at Elevation Youth. Awesome, Neve. So good. It's just amazing to, you know, hear hear people's stories. And you know, even though um, obviously we, you know, value our church building, it's important to be able to invest in it. You know, in the New Testament that was originally written in Greek, the um, the Greek word for church is this word called ecclesia, and its meaning actually has nothing to do with a building. It means a group of people that are called out of where they are, and that's why it's important to, you know, come out of where we are and gather together. But it also, that meaning places the emphasis on people. And as we've heard about some of the timeline over the last three years and a few, and a few of the stories, I'm always reminded that it's always about people. You know, as Elevation, we stand together as a people on a journey through all seasons of life, whatever that season is for us. You know, Paul encouraging the church in Rome, uh, in Romans 12 says, Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And then here's the sucker punch. And don't think you know it all. We're on a journey together. You know, there's been many epic journeys in history. Perhaps one of the greatest ones um, is from that amazing movie, Cool Runnings, with the Jamaican bobsled team, which I didn't see, but I believe the Jamaican bobsled team were on last night on the Winter Olympics. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. But, you know, even though if you've seen the movie, it's not totally true, but it's based on that 1988 Jamaican Olympic team that was the first team, first Bob's sled team from Jamaica to come into the Winter Olympics. And if they hadn't taken a risk, if they hadn't stepped out, if they hadn't tried something new, they wouldn't be where they are today. And I, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I said this with uh, humility and with thankfulness to God, but this church is um, the biggest it's ever been in the last 25 years. We're breaking new ground we're trying new things, just like the Jamaican bobsled team. We're not always getting it right. Sometimes we'll flip the thing, but we'll get up and we'll walk it over the line anyway. But we understand the challenges and we know that lives, that our lives together are causing great influence for God's kingdom. And as we journey through this coming year and beyond together, we want to take this moment on our third birthday to thank God for all that He has done and remember that we're a team that we're an ecclesia, that we're a people called out together to bring the influence of Jesus into our world, that I'm part of the journey, that you're part of the journey. And as the rest of the band joins us and we, and we wrap up, we've got five little quick things. They're not 10 minutes each, don't worry. Five little quick things to say, you know what, would you join us as part of the journey uh, by, yeah. by doing this? 
One, will you pray fervently and passionately? Pray that as a church that we will influence our community and our worlds. Two, attend regularly. Whatever this season brings us in 2022, whatever this season brings, do all that you can and bring your families and commit to attending regularly because there's something powerful when you come into the house of God. Absolutely. Would you serve enthusiastically, whether it's putting sledgehammers through walls, which we don't do all the time, whether it's writing dad jokes on walls, whether um, whether it's setting up, whether it's volunteering to host a life group or whatever the, whatever the future holds, would you use your skills, your talents and your time and serve with enthusiasm to see God move. Fourth one is would you invite confidently. We do our best, we won't always get it right, but we do our best to create an environment on a Sunday where where we can be confident to invite our friends, confident to invite those that don't know Christ. And as we talked about before, number five, would you give consistently? It's the fuel of vision. It's one of the reasons that we can do what we do as we honour God with our finances and we give consistently. But you know, right now we're gonna we're gonna take a moment as we as we wrap up this service because the most powerful part of the journey that we have is that moment when we take a step across the line of faith and say yes to Jesus Christ. And maybe you've never done that before, or maybe for you you've done it and it's been a long time, there's been a disconnection that's happened between you and God. But just in this moment I'd love every head bowed every eye closes. You've heard some powerful stories about people and their journey. Right now, we want to give a moment for people to make a decision to say, you know what? Yeah, I want to be part of this journey of following Jesus.